This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18+. plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the Big Fat Football Quiz with Lesser Delight Die TV. So you think you know your football? Well, let's see. Watch and subscribe on YouTube and listen on your podcast platform. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Now be sure to watch Chris and Lester Till I Die TV by subscribing on YouTube and following them on social media for all the latest Leicester City news and information. Come on you foxes! Strap yourself in because we're set up, switched on and ready to go. Fellow Fox fans, yes, tis I, Chris. Just in case you wonder how the devil... It's been ages. It has been absolutely ages. It's been at least an hour and seven minutes. I hope you didn't miss me too much. Made a quick change. Got to look professional. Don't want to be wearing the same thing for two shows running, do we? This, you may recognise the strip. 
not that I'm going to strip, let me just say, and it wasn't me, it wasn't me at Wembley the other night, you remember the strip from this gentleman, Mr. Alan Smith, indeed. Uh, and for those of you that missed him, at five o'clock we did a live in conversation with show with him. Uh, and we had him on for about 50, 55 minutes, and he talked about Alf Church, Leicester. He, we talked about Leicester as it is today. We touched on Arsenal, his England career, replacing, uh, um, uh, uh, I nearly said Casper then, <laughs> replacing Gary Lineker um, uh, for his last game. It uh, turned out to be his last game as well. FIFA, how he got onto FIFA, and, uh, and of course, working at Sky. And I think we even touched on... Um, the European Super League and the Big Six as well. It was a great, great interview. It's on the tube now, and if you um, are want to listen to it, it's also on the podcast on Spotify, Anchor, uh, Google, all of them, Amazon, and I'm running out. But let's get back to this show because we're on Leicester Till I Die TV uh, on YouTube. Please, please, please remember... Go and press me buttons. I love to have my little buttons pressed. Uh, Twitter, at Lester TID. Facebook, Lester Till I Die, the group. We are having a special show again. It's the Give Me Five. Give Me Five from Lester Till I Die TV. Join in as we look at the good, the bad, and even the ugly. Leicester City. With Chris and Chumps. Well, I'm good and bad. Hello, Craig. <laughs> Hello, I'll, I'll finish off the, uh, the trilogy there. Bring me in. <laughs> hey, we've, we've already had one legend on the channel today. We've got to have a second one now. Yeah, who have you I'll got coming on? on? Later. I'll bring him on later. Yeah, good, <laughs> good man. How are you, sir? Got over, got over the I'm other good, night. Ah, uh, just, just about, just about. I think it's disappointment you know like everyone else and uh but then you 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 take it in with everything that we've done uh to get there you know it's progress i guess isn't it getting to a major final so five years ago we we couldn't even beat costa rica <laughs> this this year we True. couldn't even beat scotland no some things just don't change do they <laughs> <laughs> i remember Isn't costa rica beating scotland I don't know more. Possibly they have. Yeah. Who knows? No, it did. It happened. Well, they it have, happened have they? They yeah. have. Wow. wow. Right. Goalkeepers. Yes. Young man. Yeah, Leicester. Yes, exactly. Leicester, we've had quite a few good ones down the years, haven't we? I think you could say we've probably, we've probably had more than our fair share of decent yeah. keepers, haven't we? You know, yes. we've... Uh, you know, not not want to preempt anything, but we've had some world class keepers, you know. Yes. And uh, and not not many clubs can say that they've had more than one world class keeper in their uh, in their midst. You are, of course, and I'm not going to give anything away here, but of course, I'm sure you are referring to, of course, to the one and only Kevin Pressman. Uh, yes, yeah, that's 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 exactly who I meant. Um, yes, yeah, yeah, Kevin Kevin Pressman, yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, we've got to have the odd one thrown in there, one bad apple thrown in the, 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 the carrier. So it's give me five. So what we're going to do, we've got 12 goalkeepers because I was looking since we kind of started as a club 1892, we've had about 
15 what you would call regular goalkeepers. We've obviously had mm -hmm. a lot lot more than that. So what we've done is I've, I gave you 12. Well, I gave yep. you 10 and you, you added you had 10 and you added two more on because you're a sucker for punishment. <laughs> what you've done is you've gone away. We're going to get those 12 down to your top five in um, the five Barstool Challenge a la X Factor. Mm -hmm. And then from there, you will tell us who your all-time favourite Leicester City goalkeeper is. I tell you what, yep. I can yep. I can hardly hold my excitement in. But I'm gonna. <laughs> but then again, I think that's my belt. I need to loosen it. <laughs> yeah, it's been uh, it's it's been tough to be honest. It's been tough, and I've changed mm. my mind a few times. So, uh, you know, yeah. you know I've got an believe. idea now. I've got it in front of me. But who knows? It may change as we chat. Well, at least I'm safe with you because I know that you haven't put sort of a centre forward in there. Well, who knows? Who knows? There may be one. It's talking to goalkeepers. Hello, TM. We we had a couple off you, didn't we, uh, down the years? Sorry, I just lost you a minute there, Chris. Oh, I'll just say, I'll just say we've had a few uh, a few goalies from Spurs down the years, haven't we? So there may be maybe one maybe one popping up later. We shall see. But hello, TM. Thank you for joining us. Um, right, so let's um, let's bring the old chart in. Here we go, um, and. Who shall we start with? Well, let's start with this gentleman here, Mr. Ian Andrews. Are you with me, Craig? No, we've... <laughs> oh, great. We have lost Craig. Um, in... <laughs> well, we're doing a one-to-one -one with Craig and you lose Craig. That that That's kind of kind of awkward here well let me just run through the uh, the goalkeepers for you um we've got ian andrews like i say we've got gordon banks there we've got uh ian walker the reference there for tm um yeah i quite liked ian walker casey keller who remembers casey keller love the man love the man uh, schmeichel of course you can't not not love schmeichel he's there as well um Kevin Paul, you may remember Kevin Paul, uh, great goalkeeper, great shot stopper, as was quoted in the uh, playoff final. Uh, Mark Wallington, now he was the goalkeeper when I started going down to uh, to watch Leicester. He was the goalkeeper that um, that I grew up with, if you like. That was my uh, my first goalkeeper at Leicester. Great guy, banter with the crowd, like you you you, you wouldn't believe. Really, really good, and. Um, uh, was he going bold? I do believe we used to sing about him going bold. Uh, Paul Cooper, yeah, I'd forgotten about Paul. That was um, that was one of uh, one of um, Craig's additions. But yes, he spent a couple of uh, except switch, I believe, spent a couple of uh, seasons with us. Um, I'm still waiting to see if uh, if Craig's coming back. Yeah, he isn't at the moment. Um, so we've then uh, also got, of course, Peter Shilton. Who remembers Peter Shilton? Can you believe, and I'm sure I, I'm treading on um, Craig's toes a little bit here, but that will teach him for going. But Peter Shilton, we got rid of a world-class goalkeeper for Peter Shilton. Um, talking of world-class, <laughs> he's back. <laughs> yeah. From out of space. Just turn around now. Just wipe that look up off your face. Right. Let me just finish running through them. We've got Tim Flowers, 
Um, my favourite goalkeeper of all time, um, Zoko Kalic. What a, what a man. What a man. Went on, went on to play for uh, Italian Giants. We'll come to that later. And, of course, the man himself, Peggy. Who could forget Peggy? And who <laughs> could forget Craig, even when he goes? <laughs> Are I, you all right now, sir? I'm good. I had a backup plan, just in case. <laughs> Yeah, you did mention that you yeah. are having trouble. You know, you you need to you need to change your uh, internet company. I think you know. Yeah, but I'll anyway, have a, have a word. You, you have a have a have a word. Have a word. Um, right, Ian Andrews, sir. Tell us about okay. Ian Andrews. So Ian, Ian Andrews is uh, is an interesting one because he he sort of came through the ranks, didn't he? And um, mm. he was. I mean, he was number one keeper for during quite a successful period um, yeah. for us in, in the top flight as well. You know, he's a, not a Premier League keeper at the time because it didn't exist. But between yeah. 1983 and 1987, he was our number one keeper and we were in the top flight for that whole time. But it, I think he's one of those keepers that's never really got... Um, I don't think he's particularly well remembered, you know, and I don't mean remembered in a bad way. I think people no. just forget about him. Um, the fact that he was number one keeper for for a good four seasons, he had um, England under twenty one cap while he was with us. Never quite made it um, to the to the top level and the full squad. But I don't know what it was with uh, with Ian Andrews. He never really went on to do anything great in the game afterwards. You know, he was here between yeah. eighty two and eighty eight, and and to be honest, his best years were here. But um, a good solid. You know, keeper who wouldn't really let you down. I can't remember too many um, games where it was an error of his. I just think mm. he was a he was a good, solid pro of a keeper. I mean, looking at this, he actually had three spells with us. He came mm. back in as late as two thousand and two. I mean, that wasn't that that mm. long ago. But no. yeah, I think well, you know, when when we we do believe it or not, guys, we we do both actually research this a little bit. <laughs> I know, I know, you probably find that hard to believe, but uh, but we do. But um, you know, he's one of those you're thinking like, oh God, yeah, he's one mm. of those, isn't he? He is, he is. When you start looking through, you know, and it, it's weird, isn't it? Because goalkeepers, um, you know, are usually in the in the sticks for a, a quite a period of time if they're if they're settled yeah. in. They're here for a few years. So when you look down the history of goalkeepers of Leicester, there's not that many compared with outfield players. I know that sounds obvious, but you know you don't have to go that far back until you get into the the sort of greats uh, that we're going to talk about mm. later. Um, but even within that, you know he's uh, he's he's a guy who often gets forgotten. Yeah. And and we've had a few. You we may come on to these that have mm. sort of come to us towards the twilight of the career, shall we say? To, to put it politely, yeah. Uh, but I mean, he's he's going to go into your top five simply because nobody else is in there yet. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll, uh, we'll 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 put him in there. I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to tell him to enjoy his moment. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what you could mean. I wonder what you could mean. I'm going to come on now to uh, somebody you asked to to go in. And again, I'm going to be honest with you. Mm. When you said "What about?" Yeah, and I went, "Oh my God, yes, yeah. Mr. Paul Cooper." Yeah, Paul Cooper is, he is another one, isn't he? He wasn't here that mm. long, to be honest. Uh, Eighty-seven to eighty-nine. 
Um, but he had two decent seasons with us, 70 appearances. Um, it doesn't Leicester. even make it onto the Wikipedia list of Leicester no. City goalkeepers. You know what? There's not a lot of, of information about Paul Cooper in general. Uh, and no. when they do talk about him, it's uh, it's about his time at Ipswich. I mean, 575 appearances for one club in, in Ipswich. Mm. Um, and then for whatever reason... You know, he found himself down the pecking order as he got towards the end of his career. And then uh, yeah. Brian Hamilton, um, another short-lived of our uh, managers, mm. who used to play with uh, with uh, with Paul Cooper at uh, Ipswich, decided to bring him over to us. And uh, as I say, he had uh, he had a fantastic reputation for saving penalties. That that's he was did didn't he? Yes, seasons just just within his time at. Um, at Ipswich, over two seasons, he faced 17 penalties. So God knows what their defenders were doing, but uh, <laughs> but 17 penalties over two seasons, and he saved 13 of them, which is ridiculous. You know yes. what won't we get for him uh, in the Euros? Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, and um, don't remind me, don't remind me, don't uh, bring that up. <laughs> um, so again, another. Workmanlike and uh, goalkeeper, and you know we talk about goalkeepers being big. Paul Cooper mm. was five foot eleven. Now, I'm going to say I'm going to put myself out there. That's not tall for a goalkeeper. Um, no, five foot eleven, but good enough to make 575 appearances for Ipswich and another 70 for us uh, before he went to another couple of clubs. So, uh, yeah. a, a, a keeper who doesn't deserve to be forgotten when you're talking about Leicester keepers. No, like you say, he, he, he was a good shot stopper. So he's going to just pop in there for a second. We're going to say um, we're going to say hello to uh, to to, to Ankit, who says, um, "Wow, you guys are back to back." I, I, no, I, I'm, not, I'm not Alan Smith. <laughs> a, I think Ankit should have gone to Specsavers. To be honest yeah. with you. <laughs> um, I, I, I like to watch, um, you know, the, you know these serials on television, you know, like the Netflix series. I like to watch those back to back, but then I can't see the TV screen. Right, <laughs> <laughs> quickly on, I think. Um, let, let I tell you what, I'm going to go. I was going to save him till later, but why not? My favourite goalkeeper, probably for Leicester, um, Dracula. <laughs> Old Zelko Kalic. <laughs> Zelko Kalic. Yeah. I mean, three appearances. Now, you know, feel free to tell me if I've got that wrong. But three, <laughs> three appearances. He's, believe it or not, he's not on the list again. <laughs> no, three appearances. And one of those, he didn't touch the ball. Now, <laughs> you know, anybody who, anybody who knows anything about Leicester City's fairly recent history in the, in the going back years and years, We'll know that um, Kalach had one moment of glory, and uh, if you can have a moment of glory without touching the ball, um, so I'll win it for you, boss. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> Playoff final, nineteen ninety-six, uh, entering the last minute of extra time, and uh, Martin O'Neill decides that he needs to bring on Big Zelko Kalach and his wingspan of an albatross um, to go in goal. Uh, for the penalties. And I think it's safe to say that uh, goalkeeper at the time, Kevin Paul, uh, who will probably get mentioned in dispatches at some point, uh, yeah. wasn't best pleased at it. Um, 
at, at coming off by the looks on his face. But mm. Martin decided that uh, the president, very much like Donnarumma um, for Italy the other night, you see a big guy in the, in between the sticks on the penalty shootout, and it makes it a little bit harder than it was if you were yes. facing uh, someone a bit smaller. So Martin put him on. But we all know, with virtually the last kick of the game, uh, Steve Claridge uh, shinned. Well, I don't think he likes telling people he's shinned in. But no, no. Put one into the top corner past a, a bemused Nigel Martin. And as, uh, as everyone knows, that took us to the Premier League. Referee blew yeah. the whistle to kick off again and then promptly blew it for the end of the game. So, uh, oh, poor Kalach was a winner, but contributed yeah. very, very little, shall we say. But he went on, didn't he? Like I said before, to play for the Giants at AC Milan. He did. He was supposed to go to Wolves with uh, when Steve Corica went to, yeah. to Wolves. Um, but because of his... Um, is uh, the few games that he's actually played, he couldn't get a work permit. So even though he was he was moving between clubs in the same uh, country, he couldn't get a work permit to go to Wolves. So he had to go back to Australia. Then he became international keeper and got a few more caps, and uh, yeah, managed to end up with uh, AC Milan in uh, in Serie A for a good number of seasons. So he had a decent career. Who knew? Who knew? Who knew? Well, we have to we have to put him in for a moment somehow. You know, I just get an inkling he may not make it, still be there at the end. But to we be honest, see. he's been on that board longer than he was on the pitch at Wembley. <laughs> I'll keep talking, try and make it so. <laughs> uh, going to say good evening to Dan. Thanks for joining us, Dan. Um, he said, glad he's turf, uh, turf Morehouse TV there, Burnley site. I'm on it tomorrow night at six when we're doing another Euro review. Honestly, I'm going to be slitting my wrist by the end of the week at this rate. <laughs> just all these bad memories um pop over to his channel he's a good good laugh he really is um and it, it, it's fantastic and thanks for coming in dan and he says there he's glad he doesn't do this on his channel um it'd be like he give me six with his extra finger well these northerners you know but i did always wonder why kate always seemed to be happy when she was on the show now now we know dan now we know and good evening to rich again right. another channel there that supports us um rich sports there man united content but also a lot of other content as well so well worth tuning in rich you know you you've come in here on a program where we're talking about goalkeepers and i think that's very brave of you when we're thinking about goalkeepers and penalties you know i mean i i dread to bring that up again and you know far be it from me to say that you know the gayer can't score a penalty but you know well done you're welcome <laughs> welcome along and pete i pete thanks for joining us you're uh, you're welcome and of course ankit again rc bain chelsea fan tv another great channel uh, I know it's Chelsea, but he's he's a nice guy. Go give him go and give him a watch. <laughs> it is good, right? Um, I think we've done all the the hellos. All I can say about uh, De Gea, unbelievable, it's, Jeff. It's I remember so the days. Was. I remember the days when Manu had a goalkeeper called Paddy Roach. You know that was going back a bit. I don't think they were renowned for their goalkeepers uh, down the years. Uh, Man no. they have a few decent ones, but. Not not their greatest uh, position. Yeah. They had they had somebody called Peter that wasn't bad, wasn't he? He, 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 gave, birth bad. A, he gave birth to a great keeper as well. Yeah, not sure what happened to him. 
No, 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 not not at all. It's like I said to Alan Smith earlier. Whatever did happen to Gary Lineker? Yeah. But uh, who should we go? For? Who do you fancy next? Um, let's uh, let's go for one of the big boys. No, stop talking. I've told you, keep it under <laughs> your hat. Don't say that about me. You know, your missus will get to hear, and you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who, who's the Who's the big boy for? Anybody? Let's, let's try go, just. Uh, let's go for the first one that you've got there. Gordon Banks, Mr. Banks, yeah. Banks of England. Yeah, I mean, what 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 can you say that's uh, not already been said? Um, I, I've got one story about uh, Gordon Banks that I'll come to shortly. But I mean, a guy, a goalkeeper who won the World Cup while he was a Leicester player. I mean, um, yeah, I think I can count on the fingers of uh, one finger. Um, <laughs> how many we've had to do that, to be honest. Uh, and 1959 to 1967 with Leicester. And, you know, he was named, I, I did, as I say, you know, I didn't just throw this all together. There was a bit of, um, yeah. uh, bit of research. He was named FIFA goalkeeper of the year for six straight seasons. That's wow. not just, you know, the, the football league or whatever, FIFA. No. Goalkeeper of the year for six straight seasons from 1966 to 1971. Um, he was footballer of the year in 1972, which um, obviously he was he was at Stoke then. Not many goalkeepers managed to get uh, footballer of the year, particularly when you could say that you know it was a few years after his heroics in the World Cup, and yeah. obviously that save from Pele in uh, in the 1970 World Cup that uh, is forever being shown. Um, mm was OP, OBE as well. And the only thing he won with Leicester was uh, was a League Cup. Um, the first time that we'd won the League Cup, I think with um, yeah. beat Stoke, actually. Um, over but, two I mean, legs. Was that over two legs? It or? was two legs. I think it yes. was, I'm not sure yeah. if it was the last one that was over two legs. Now, yeah. back, in, back in the day, um, now obviously Gordon Banks' career was brought to a, to a, to a halt yeah. by a, a bad car crash. Um, yeah. And he eventually lost the sight in one eye, which uh, that was that was it. Um, that, that's okay for most Man United goalkeepers, one eye. But for 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 the level that we were playing at that time, um, then you you sort of need two eyes. Um, so anyway, so I uh, yeah I uh, I used to play football. Uh, going back, I've mentioned a few times, and uh, this was during a period when. Um, it was a Sunday Sunday league football I was playing, and we had a a little Irish guy um, who was the manager, and uh, he, he had a he only had one arm. He had a, he sort of lost it just below the elbow, uh, which um, and we used to have a few parties back in them day, and he was always turn up and he was always drunk, and you can imagine what he was like um, with his little uh, with his arm uh, yeah. having to go with the girls. But he told us this story that um, when Gordon Banks. Um, was injured in the car crash he wrote to the club and offered to donate his eye um to gordon uh, so he could continue to play um no. yes, he did. yeah yeah he wrote to them and said i'm willing to have my eye removed and given to oh. gordon banks um but they declined um, <laughs> i'm kind of not surprised really. yeah i'm not surprised either but uh, I, I tell you what there's a few clubs in the in the so-called top six that have probably accept that these days yeah, they probably will do but <laughs> yeah. uh, but no yeah he offered to donate his eye but i mean what, what a goalkeeper uh just yeah. you know one of those for 
I mean, I, I never saw him play live, and I'd, I'm probably no. not sure anybody who's watching has actually saw him play live. But no. um, you only have to look at those those things. I mean, you don't get FIFA goalkeeper of the year for six no. straight seasons if you're not a gatekeeper. And when although he had the accident, he did carry on for a little bit, didn't he? Yeah, he did. I think it became uh, pretty. Um... Did he go to America. Yeah, he did, didn't he? For a yeah. while, I'm not sure. Yeah. Was it the um, the Cosmos or whatever? I'm not sure. Uh, when when the first sort of wave of America. I think that was after his accident, though. When you could yeah. say probably at that level, no disrespect. Did you? You know, he was yeah. probably <laughs> good at that level. I mean, Reese here. All I would say, Reese is. Really, really don't annoy Craig because Craig's setting the questions for you when you come on as the Man United fan in the quiz. Yeah. So just be careful. Yeah. Uh, but apparently United have had five great goalkeepers. Harry Gregg, yeah. Stepney, God, I remember being Stepney. That's Peter Alex Michael, Stepney. Yeah. It is Alex, isn't it? Yeah, yes, it Alex is. Stepney. Better saying that. You know, we're, not, we're not Man U fans, are we? What we're doing? No, like? no. And, and, and <laughs> that makes it great for... <laughs> The questions that you're going to be asking him. I'll, I'll pop that in the. Yeah, I'll pop that in the quiz. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and just set them a little bit lower than possibly yeah. you were. You know, dumb them down a little bit here. Dumb them maybe down. Maybe I'll just maybe I'll just have ten players and ask him what their first name is. <laughs> in fairness to Reese, in fairness to Reese, he is Scottish. You know what Scottish is like. You and know? he's a lot younger than us. So, <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. yeah. But you think. And for, you know, because we, as as we were just talking about Graham Banks, you know, what I mean, <laughs> <laughs> just but hey, Scottish, let's say they know they know sweet FA about goalkeepers, don't they? You know, uh, we're going to come on to this later, Reese. Um, <laughs> who was better in goal, Peter Shilton or Gordon Banks? Well, um, mm. uh, Ian is different, but you got Alex. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ian was his understudy, probably. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> so you know, you know the the, the 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 Man United yearbook for under tens. Get your questions from <laughs> there for him. Please, you know, you know I'm joshing. You know I'm joshing. Mm. But of course, it was, it made a very good point there, Reese. That mm. um, with, with the Peter Shilton, because of course we let Gordon Banks go. Yeah. So we could keep Peter Shilton. Exactly. You know you. It's that thing, isn't it? You, you know, sometimes um, you, you find this with younger players, I think, uh, more so these days, when you see, you know, why did you let X, Y and Z go, who look to be like a promising uh, player? Yeah. And it's usually because there's an even better one coming through the ranks that you don't want to to block the no. path of. And this was the, was the thing with... Uh, with Gordon Banks, we knew. Yeah. I mean, at the at the time that he went to sixty seven, so I mean, he still went on and had five years of winning yeah. uh, FIFA Goalkeeper of the Year after he left yeah. us. So he had some good years in him, but the people at the club clearly saw uh, the potential of Peter Shilton and and the longevity of Peter Shilton. Um, so they decided. Right, in fairness, you know, they yeah. got it right, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, and uh, and uh, yeah, so they let him go um, to the heady heights of Stoke. Yeah, who? Oh, I mean, this does. You can probably tell this hurts me that Stoke have got a statue for him and we don't. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think with Gordon Banks. I, I mean, we'll 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 come on to Peter Shilton later. I think mm. I think it's even even more that that certain players are revered a lot more. At least Gordon Banks has a, a suite named after him at uh, at the King Power. Yeah, Peter Shilton. 
I'm not even sure that he's reflected there at all. Maybe maybe he's got a name on one of the bars. I'm not sure, but uh, anyway, we'll we'll come on to Peter. But yeah, you, yes. you're right. He's uh, he's he's a legend of the club. Yeah, and and they're all they're all crying a, a little bit like worried now. You know, Turf Moor, <laughs> Craig, be nice to me on Monday. I have a memory like Chris. Luckily, my bladder is still as is, is still as strong, mate. You don't know me. My bladder is not strong at all. I'm sat here in a, with a catheter. I tell you. <laughs> I've already, I've already got half of your questions done, Dan. So, uh, uh, so maybe I'll go easier on the other half. I'm not taking the piss either when I say that. But <laughs> yeah, and in fairness, Craig did ask me if I did want to check the questions, but I trust Craig, and I know, I know they're going to be really, really hard for you <laughs> because I asked him to. <laughs> now. Peter said here, um, and uh, uh, Mark Wallington, I was saying while you were off mm. emptying your bladder, you say it was your um, internet, but I, I think it was your bladder. Mark Wallington was probably the goalkeeper I best remember from when I started mm. to go and follow Leicester. And great banter with the crowd. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's the first one I really remember um, watching play. Um, he was the keeper when I started going, and um, and yeah, I remember I was again looking back, and uh, I think Gary Lineker talked about um, Mark Wallington on one of his top ten shows that he does with uh, Alan Shearer and Micah Richards, uh, and he talked mm. about Mark Wallington about how he was yeah. uh, the joker in the changing room at the time, and um, he said he would often um, put the ball down for a goal kick, and then he used to place it centrally, so. Rather than going to the side, he would run back into the net uh, before he'd taken his goal kick. He would often yes. pretend that he'd got his boot caught up in the net uh, during the middle of the game just to uh, just for a bit of banter. Um, oh, but yes. a fantastic goalkeeper, you know, 1971 to 1985. Um, and obviously the goalkeeper, one of, his, one of the greatest games that you remember Mark Wallington being involved in was the 5-2 Shrewsbury. Yeah. FA Cup tie when uh, when he was injured and was replaced by uh, Alan Young, Steve Linex, and Alan Young, um, <laughs> all the other way around. But yeah, I mean, none, I, none, I, none I, of whom are in the uh, none of whom are in the chart today. <laughs> no, they're not. And um, he won the Division One Championship with us in 1980. And um, I made a note here because he made the best save um, I've ever seen live. Uh, I've got to say, it was uh, it was an away game. I had to check this back. It was an away game uh, in 1994 at um, Stoke, at the old Victoria ground. And I remember standing behind the goal. They, they had a, a backing up. You know, that some people watching this may not know that we used to have to stand up at football. Yeah. And yeah, uh, there were a few grounds where the, the steps went down below the level of the pitch. So your your eyesight was quite low down. Um, and I was quite, um, I was quite close to the front, um, but I was probably on a on a eye level with with Wallington behind the goal. And it was late on. I think we were winning one nil late on, and a, and a, a, one of those skiddy pitches, wet night in Stoke, and um, and this ball was past him, you know, from ahead it was past him, and it was in the back of the net. But no, somehow he managed to get himself down, throw his hand. The ball was behind him virtually, throw his hand down and scoop it away. It was just. Phenomenal, 1994, and I've never forgotten that save. It was oh, just wow. unbelievable. A really underrated keeper, I think. 460 appearances for us. 
And how many were consecutive? Because it was the um, yeah. the injury in the in the quarterfinal of a cup against Shrewsbury that yeah. that broke his, his his run of of appearances. Yeah, I think there's a club record, isn't it, of, of yeah. consecutive appearances? And uh, yeah. you know, he didn't really have the athletic stature of uh, of <laughs> one of these uh, sort of modern lithe goalkeepers. You know, there was a few back in them days. You know, yeah. I can remember the likes at the same time, probably a little bit before you got Tommy Lawrence at Liverpool. Um, who was a big guy, um, but you know that that's what they were like. Neville Southall was a bit of a chunky guy, wasn't he? Yes, but, he was. Uh, yes, but yeah, Wallington. Um, just Wallington was was during that period of time. He was probably Mister Leicester City. He was Mister Dependable. You knew that. You know, he he rarely rarely put a foot wrong. And like I say, he had a great relationship with the crowd. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, we we you know, I can remember often. Um, you know, singing and questioning his, you know, amount of hair that he'd got left. Yeah, yeah. You know, he'd always turn around and go, shh. You know what I mean? Yeah, he just, yeah. he had that before it became, probably not many goalkeepers have even now. You know, yeah. as much as we love Schmeichel, just the, yeah. it's been that long since I've been to a game with the lockdown. Mm. But yeah, I, I, I love the guy. I'm not going to yeah. lie. I absolutely love the guy. And he, he so deserves his moment of glory in there. And whether he stays or not is obviously up yeah. to yourself. But um, let, let's, let's let go over the pond. Um, yes, before yes. before Trump comes on and says, um, stop the count, mm. uh, let's bring our, our American representative yeah. in today, Mr. Well, Casey, Casey Keller. Keller. Yes. Casey Keller, yeah. Mm. Um, again, Casey Keller, I, I just remember um, being linked with success, really. Um 125 appearances for the club between 96 and 99. Uh, was in goal when we um, won the League Cup in 1997. I think the, mm. the two games against Middlesbrough. Um, number one uh, Leicester keeper for under the O'Neill, I think, uh, period when we had three consecutive top 10 finishes. And yeah. uh, he was the guy behind the defence uh, during that yeah. period. Um, and again, I didn't. I can't remember, I, you know, I was regular there then, you know, so I, I saw him play all the time. And again, a very, very dependable keeper. And um, it was only, I think, because of the, the, the next keeper who was coming through, or who they had their eye on, that, that we let him go. I think he, he, he sort of went out of contract. Um, but a really great shot stopper. He was one of those, I guess, one of those earlier sort of sweeper keepers as well. He liked to... to, to Sweep up and uh, and come out and clear behind his behind his uh, defenders and uh, really solid solid keeper and uh, it was a, it was a keeper I really really liked. I can't hear you, Chris. Yeah, I can't. I can't hear you. But um, just going back to to Casey Keller, I remember um, during that period of time uh, of the three top top uh, top ten finishes that we had uh, under Martin O'Neill. And I remember I used to go down to the to the ground. I was season ticket holder at the ground, and uh, I remember one particular day that I was walking to the ground, uh, and I'm sure Casey Keller was was playing, and we'd had these consecutive top ten finishes in the um, in the Premier League. And I, used to, uh, I still do, but I, I went down with my son and I remember putting my arm around him uh, and saying, 
remember these times, enjoy these times of us being a top 10 Premier League player because these times are not going to happen. You know, they're not going to last. This is this is what I would call the glory years. So, uh, so make the most of it while you can. Three top 10 finishes I thought was as good as it was ever going to get for, for Leicester City. Obviously, we know there were some... Uh, lows um followed by some fantastic highs to, to follow but casey keller was um was at the at the the hub of that successful period and and o'neill trusted him as his uh, as his number one for, for for during all of that period you know he was the bedrock that the defense was built on i'm back i don't know if you can hear me now yep i can you can uh it the kids that you you went crackly and i went quiet and uh <laughs> andrew i can throw you out here you know <laughs> there's too many critics out there that's what it is you know um thank god that didn't happen uh, in the previous yeah. show casey keller yet definitely very underrated uh and i apologize because because i'd gone off my sound went as well but uh i don't know you may well have said this 102 caps for america yeah i mean he was uh when he got in that team he was um he was an ever present really wasn't he he was yeah um, and i think that helped you know having particularly in those days you know if you'd got something from the premier league on your cv that elevated you as a, yeah. as a goalkeeper particularly in the states at that time um as i say three consecutive top 10 finishes uh, in the Premier League on your CV is not bad for any keeper. Now then, your first decision, because mm -hmm. I have a feeling for what you're saying, is he going to go into the top five? Uh, yeah, he's in there. And the question is, of course, who mm -hmm. comes out of the top five? Well, um, I think, I think you know, to be, on, to be honest, he's been on the board long enough. Um, he needs to go back on the bench. I'm sorry, uh, Kalach, it's time. <laughs> oh, boo! Boo hiss! Um, <laughs> I, I, just think, I just think you're a horrible human being. I really <laughs> do. Do any of the others deserve to leave before him? I don't think so. Mm. I, I, he's just my favourite. My, my, my favourite. And I say the the the, 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 the the games that he played. Like I say, if the opposition had garlic round the neck, it was easier to score. <laughs> but uh, anyway, let's go to and uh, TM. Uh, TM is still with us, but Mister uh, mm. Ian Walker, who kind yeah. of had probably possibly more success than um, before he came to us than 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 at us, but. Go on, turn, turn back Ian, Ian yeah. Walker then. So, yeah, Ian Walker had a, a, a fantastic career at Spurs. Um, yeah. uh, I think he had something like 400 games at Spurs. Um, came to us and played between 2001-2005. Clocked up 156 appearances, which, to be honest, was, was more than I thought. But um, I don't think that um, it was the most successful period of his career, shall we say. Um, in fact, uh, you know, doing the research, you're reminded of one or two of the incidents that uh, unfortunately surrounded him. Um, I think there was one shocking game that we had down at um, at the King Power or the Walker Stadium, as it as it probably was at the time. And um, as it was as it was written down, the report said um, uh, in this game, Walker put up such a poor display in the match that he was confronted by a Leicester fan who ran onto the pitch telling him he didn't think he was fit to be a premiership player. 
Yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, can you imagine these days? I mean, I know. Oh, yeah, I do remember that. You know, all of a sudden, you know, yeah. you, I think the ball's down the other end. All of a sudden, you've got Walker squaring up to a fan who's on the pitch. Yes. <laughs> you know yeah. how crappy is. Yeah. But, I mean, he, he made four appearances for England. Mm. I think they were they were under Sven, so you can sort of kind of work out what you yeah. want about how yeah. much they were worth. Because I think mm. I think you know you were you, you didn't stay in the Premier League if you hadn't got a, a cap while Sven was manager. Yeah. But um, look looking at him, um, does he make it into your top five? Um, well, I remember just one other thing on him. That I, I, mm. Again, it's 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 easily available on the internet um, that he scored a bizarre own goal as well. Uh, in a game against Bolton Wanderers, um, where it was it was a, a long shot that had gone into him, and he had it under control, and uh, I think everybody turned away and walked away, going back up the pitch, ready for him to kick it out. For some reason, he, he managed to roll over and throw it into his own net. Um, I don't think that really. Um... Oh, was that right? Where, where did he go over yeah. on? No, he sort of he was on the floor and he held it and he decided to roll towards the goal, um, to to get up rather than away from it and somehow managed to dislodge the ball and yeah, sort of threw it into the net. But um, uh, and thing is though, we um, we released him because we went through a bad period at that time. I think we were having a few problems during the period he was there and we couldn't yeah. afford his contract. Uh, and that's the that's the reason yeah. we let him go in the end. Uh, but does he make the top five? Does he? Mm. Um, just can you put those back up there for me, Chris? Oh, they, oh they're not, sorry, I thought yeah. I'd uh, there we go. Sorry, I thought I'd clicked it. Yes, so does he? Um, yes, he can go in instead of uh, Mr. Cooper. Mm. Mr. Cooper, the three games that he was there, and uh, he did play you know 156 games for us, so I think he deserves to. Uh, to be on the board for at least a short while, shall we say? Uh, sure, we will shall indeed. Mr. Peter Shilton, the the the, the gentleman that dislodged, um, yeah, PM says they're not in the top five. Then, <laughs> well, we, we've looked at one goalkeeper who scored a goal in his own net. Peter Shilton, of course, one of he the. Did. I don't know whether any other Leicester. Um, Schmeichel could claim to have scored, but these yes, were in the days yeah. before goalkeepers went up. Of course, Peter Shilton did score in the opposition net. Yeah. I mean, Shilton, I, again, I, I'm thinking, did I see Shilton play? And I might well have done for the, the first game that I actually went. Um, uh, I mean, he was he was here um, when um, when Banks left. And I think it was around the sort of uh, late 60s, early 70s when um, my uncle took me to my first game, which was against Cardiff. Uh, I think it was a nil-nil, so he clearly kept a uh, clean sheet. But I didn't see him play live that much, to be honest. So, again, it's everything you, that you've seen on TV. And uh, to be honest, he was never off TV, was he, to be honest? No. Uh, and, yeah, he did. He went to, he went to Leicester and... Um, he did end up at Nottingham Forest and and uh, won the Champions League or the, the European Cup as it did, was. Did he go not go to Southampton first? Yeah, I think uh, I, I think he, he went to a few clubs, didn't he? Um, and then ended Ooh. up at Forest. Yeah, um, but I mean, this is a guy that, according again, you know, you can't take everything that Wikipedia uh, says as gospel. No, but, no. But 
they have Peter Shilton as still holding the world record for the number of first class appearances at 1,387. Wow. I mean, uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's just phenomenal, isn't it? I mean, I think he was 40 when he was playing in uh, in Italian 90. I think he was uh, Yeah, he, he was carrying on. Uh, 10 times in the PFA, PFA team of the year, including nine years in a row. Um, PFA players player of the year in 1978, which I think was the year that he won... Um, the uh, European yeah. Cup with Forest, yeah. and again, you know, it's it's one thing winning the Player of the Year like uh, like Gordon Banks did, but for the players to pick a goalkeeper as yeah. uh, as a as their Player of the Year says a hell of a lot about the guy. And obviously, it, a, lo a local lad as well. Yes, he was. His dad was a hairdresser. Yeah, uh, yeah. whose whose barber shop, believe it or not, was called Shilton's. Yeah, um, <laughs> and there was the famous, the famous, uh, the famous story about him always wanting to be um, a goalkeeper when he was a kid, and, and asking his dad to to put up something in the house so he could basically hang like a monkey from the bar that they put in between a, a door frame, just so he could stretch his arms and his his limbs. Wow. So did he wow. want to be um, a goalkeeper? Now um, the funny thing is that. Yeah. Peter Shilton replaced Gordon Banks at Leicester. Yeah. Gordon Banks then went on to Stoke. And I've yeah. forgotten this. He went yeah, to Stoke, didn't Peter he? Shilton went to Stoke yeah. and then to Nottingham Forest yeah. and then Southampton afterwards. And then yeah, Derby County Stoke. and then Plymouth and then mm. Wimbledon and then yeah. Bolton, then Coventry, then West Ham. It was up to 1997. He was still playing. Um he he managed Plymouth Argyle, but not mm. very well, if, I, if no. my memory serves me right. But he was there a couple of seasons. But mm. I mean, he, I think he holds the record for the most, certainly for the goalkeeper. And I don't know if it's just for England or for any international goalkeeper. 125 appearances, and he would yeah. have made a lot more oh. had it not been for um, the, the Ray Clement situation. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it was Ron Greenwood at the time. Uh, I'm not sure who, who the keeper. Excuse me, who the keeper was, but it was back in those days that um, um, we we didn't have a decisive England manager. You know, thank mm. God those days have gone. Um, and um, and um, yeah, so so no. he, he sort of switched between no, no, no. Clements and Shilton. Um, so I, I, Shilton would have got another fifty caps at least. I would have thought yes. maybe maybe yes. not more. He, he could have gone but, on to. But in fairness, in fairness, Clemens wasn't you know he wasn't a bad goalie himself, was he? You know, no, he wasn't. But to be honest, you know, and, and I know I was a Leicester fan, but but growing up, he wasn't playing really for Leicester when I was started to watch football. But for me, there was never a there was never a choice between Shilton and Clemens. It was Shilton all day no. long in that. Uh, Reese asked this earlier, and um, you know, yeah. please, please feel free to get your own back when he does come on the quiz show. Um, <laughs> who was better in goal, Peter Shilton or Gordon Banks? You know, Reese, I think it's it's to be honest, I think unless you saw a lot of them play, uh, or, or saw them play a lot, I think it's almost impossible to, to say because. Particularly in those days, you got the highlights that were shown. You know, it's not like today that you see 90 minutes of every game. So you see all the bad bits along mm. with the good bits. In them days, you got highlight, highlights and they only showed the, the highlights. It would be almost impossible to, um, to, to, to divide them, to be honest. I would say Shilton edges it maybe 
but that's purely because yeah. of um, of what I saw. But the more I've I've read about Gordon Banks, you know, I've I've, I've gained sort of respect for him. And, and the yeah, like I say that that FIFA goalkeeper of the year for, for six years in a row is is just uh, ridiculous. So uh, I actually a couple of years ago went to um, uh, to see Jeff Hurst give a talk. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of these evening widths, mm-hmm. and he spoke so highly of Gordon Banks. It, mm-hmm. it was, you know, amazing. And mm-hmm. for me, I'd probably, as much as Peter Jordan was a good goalkeeper, mm-hmm. I'd have to give it to to Banks, just edging mm-hmm. it because, I mean, you, just if not just for that save against Pelly in the yeah. seventy World Cup, you know, yeah. that was one. I, of I, one I, there was a save that that Peter Shilton did uh, when he was playing for England against Scotland. Uh, I think it was nine. It's weird how certain things stick with you. It was 1974, um, uh, England, Scotland, from Kenny Dalglish, and he clawed one out of uh, out of the top corner. Uh, yeah. Uh, and that stuck with me for, for years and years. Well, I still remember it now. It stuck with me forever. It was one of... Probably... You, you're freezing Probably. again a little bit, Craig. Stuck with me. Yep, but, but it, yeah, I was just uh, rebooting the, uh, the, putting the power. <laughs> you, you, you are, you are, do, you are doing the old Peter Crouch there. I mean, Andrew says a Shilton got out jumped by oh, a midget. Well, yeah, but it was his, it, it was the midget's arm that went up like another two foot. In fairness. Um, and and yeah, I mean, I, I, I can never forgive him for that. I'm sorry. I know everybody eulogised over him recently when he passed, and rest in peace. But yeah, he, he was a cheat, I'm afraid. Uh, Reese says, I totally understand your answer. Mm. As a young Man United fan, I have rewatched classic matches of our Busby Babes era. Robbo White side. So I totally understand your response, Craig. Yep. Yeah. So does um. I'm not sure whether Craig is still with us or not. Hello, Earth calling Craig. I'm still here, if you can hear me. Uh, yeah, you keep, you keep freezing and going. Um, quickly, while we've got you, does Peter Shilton make it into the top five? Yeah, are you Definitely. going again? Yes. Definitely. Definitely. Who who are you going? Uh, who's going? Who are you going to take out? Ian Andrews. Uh, Ian Andrews. Right, Craig. What I'm going to do is I'm going to put him up there and take Ian Andrews out. I'm just going to go to a quick break yeah. and uh, explain a few things. You may want to reboot while you're off because you literally yeah, are freezing up. Yeah. All right. Be, be back in a bit and we'll we'll finish yeah. it off. And guys. We will be straight back, uh, straight back after this. Hi, Alan Smith here. Be sure to watch and listen to Chris on Leicester Till I Die TV. You can also subscribe on YouTube and various social media channels. Of the Foxes. It is. And don't forget, guys, um, starting on Thursday, uh, I don't know whether Craig is rebooting. Let me just uh, get him to to leave and then he can uh, hopefully reboot and come back in. Don't forget, starting on Thursday uh, with Matt, the Leicester fan, 
hopefully it'll be setting a, a very high standard but we're going to have the premier league quiz and basically we're going to start with a leicester we might have a few more leicester fans pop on and then we have got just to let you know we've got dan who is a burnley fan coming on we've got uh, tommy who's a tottenham fan yeah, that'll be fun. Hey, Reese, who's a Man United fan, who's going to go off and uh, and do his research on what uh, Man United players are called, and Doug, who is a Liverpool fan. So we've got some top teams there and Burnley as well. And uh, <laughs> come on, and they're going to ask. We're going to answer some questions. They're going to do um, ten questions on their own team. Five questions. They're worth two points each. Five questions on. Um, the Premier League, there were three, and then um, you've got seven. Um, you haven't got seven points at all. You've got five points for the five questions each on Leicester City. Now, something's very funny has happened here because we've got two Craigs. Just while he's trying to sort that out, we'll just do this. It's the Big Fat Football Quiz with Leicester Delight TV. So you think you know your football? Well, let's see. Oh, this is this is going as, as smooth as uh, crunching up peanut butter. I'll tell you, it's um, <laughs> it, it's almost professional. It's almost professional. I I I never remember Dickie Davies having this trouble on World of Sport. I really don't. <laughs> let's bring a, let's bring bring in Lester till I die's answer to Cammy. Are yes. you back with us, Craig? It's unbelievable, Chris. <laughs> you've you've plugged your lights in. You seem to be working. So I had to had to move you out then because, like I say, That's you literally fine. you 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 were doing the let it go dance. So yeah. we're bringing in there. Uh, we've put him in, and he's gone in there. Peter at well, he's gone into the top five. Ian Andrews has, has bowed out along to join Paul Cooper and and my favourite Zelko Kalach. Um, let us go for. I don't. Let's have. Let's have Casper in. I mean, you know, you you said earlier that at the time Mark Wallington was Mister Leicester. Yeah. Surely that's going to be Casper these days, hasn't it? I think it is. I mean, um, he's almost like more than a goalkeeper, isn't he? Is he's, um, yes. he's sort of he, he commands that respect. I think on and off the pitch, you know, the way he conducts himself. Um, he was so closely um, um, linked with uh, with the family um, when uh, with Vichai, and obviously he was the guy who was around when um, the terrible accident happened, and yeah. he was there trying to help get him out. Uh, and he, I think he, it's probably harsh to say that he went up in everybody's estimation there, but I think you saw the some maturity, and you saw the man. Um, mm. more than just the goalkeeper, which is is the the Casper that we knew at the time, and I think he's gone on to 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 show that again, the way that he conducted himself in the Euros recently with um, what happened with Christian Eriksen, and uh, he's a proud proud man, isn't he? And you know, you've got to give him credit for he's had to live in the shadow uh, of his dad, virtually his whole life, uh, and I know that. He hates the comparisons, and it still happens now, doesn't it? He'll come out with his arm stretched to uh, to save a goal, and and they'll say, "Oh, yeah, just like his dad." Still, you know, they're still saying that. And um, so, 
he's had, he's had to fight and and this is a guy who wanted to play football so much that um he was prepared to go down the leagues you know he was at manchester city uh, and he went down to Knox county um and then with sven. Sort of, <laughs> yes yeah with sven yeah you know yeah. I, i'm sure sven didn't go for the money though um don't know allegedly allegedly i get the lawyers on the phone again no. how can you even suggest I, that i i i know Mr. Uh, Bird. I, <laughs> apparently, apparently in Nottingham, there's quite a high percentage of uh, young Swedish uh, ladies as well. So whether that's swayed it, I don't know. Um, so he, uh, so yeah, he went down and then worked his way back up through um, through uh, through Leeds, uh, and then ended up at uh, oh here. I mean, we signed him in 2011. And, did he uh, like? Did he not want to come at first? Have I, have I got that right? He didn't. Yeah, he didn't want to leave. Yeah. He didn't want no. to leave Leeds. Um, he was basically, you know, forced out the door, as, as it seemed. Mm. Um, he wasn't happy at all at being uh, at uh, coming here, and, and uh, I think it was quite a hard, a hard um, task for us to actually get him through the door. But uh, I think it's safe to say that it's worked out well for both parties. I think so, and I don't. I mean, he he was for many many years regularly linked with. Whoops, hello. Regularly linked for you. <laughs> regularly linked with. Um, told you not to drink on camera. Uh, regularly linked with his dad's club, you know, Manchester yeah. United. Um, yeah. I I don't think now. I can't see him going anywhere. I think he'll be with us until you know. And then he'll he'll probably yeah. even go on and and join the coaching staff. It wouldn't surprise me. He seems to be the kind of guy. It's his character, isn't it? I think. Yes. I think he, you know, if you've got the character that he's shown throughout his career to be a success and continue to to want to be a success, I think he's in an environment where he's respected, um, mm. not just amongst the players but amongst the staff. Uh, I think he's. Uh, He's almost like the unofficial spokesman. I, I know we, we sort of disagree about whether he should be uh, on the field captain, but I think he's definitely a, a, a club captain for yeah. sure. And I would yeah, certainly I, not argue with that. Yeah, and um, but no, I mean, if you look at, uh, again, his record, you know, and, and this sounds weird, doesn't it? With Since Casper has come to Leicester City, He's won the Premier League and the FA Cup. I mean, it sounds, it still sounds crazy, to be honest. It is, yes. Yeah. Danish yes. Footballer of the Year four times uh, he's been voted. Mm. Um, in the FIFA Best Goalkeeper, that obviously, admittedly, Gordon Banks won uh, six years. Uh, he came third in, in 2018. So, again, raising himself on a world stage. And let's not forget, he cost us the princely sum of 1.25 million not a bad not a bad signing no i'm going to ask you this reese thought he was asking you a hard question the, the earlier and and i to be honest with you i may well have asked you this before so do do forgive me if i have and you might be guessing what's coming here but obviously we let gordon banks go so we could you know keep uh, peter shilton because we could yeah. see where he was going um, Kasper Michael, Danny Ward. Mm. It's a tricky one, isn't it? Um, mm. You know, based on based on his uh, performances in um, 
uh, in the Euros, I think you've got to say that um, Danny Ward uh, is almost getting to the value of what we paid for him. Yeah. Um, which seemed a hell of a lot of money for a reserve keeper. but uh, It did, didn't it? Yeah. Uh, but no, I mean, Casper's... I think it's, it's almost sad to start thinking ahead to the point where you've got to start thinking about Casper being replaced. Mm. You know, is he one of those guys who's going to step down when his own levels start to, to drop? Because we know that he's his own worst critic. You know, he works so hard uh, to maintain yeah. his levels. Someone at some point, some poor manager, whether it's Brendan, whether it's someone else, is at a point going to have to make a decision when it's Casper's time to come, but uh, time to go. But for me, that's uh, that's not going to be for a few seasons yet. I mean, he he's thirty four now, mm-hmm. but we do know goalkeepers they do have that longer life, don't they? They do, and you know he looks after himself. Mm. You can see that. Um, he's, as I say, I think Casper will know if his performance levels are dropping before any of us do. Yes. You know, we've seen that we, we know he's got, you know, his weaknesses. I think he's tried to work on them. He's not the, the best um, kicker of a ball unless you, uh, unless you want to put it into touch. Then he's <laughs> top notch. Um, so, <laughs> but, as a as a keeper, you know his his how vocal he is. You know, number of times that he will sweep up, and to be honest, the last couple of seasons, some of the saves he's made have been absolutely phenomenal. We only have to think of the the ones in the in the cup final, and, and again, he's done the same in the Euros. He's um, yeah, he's he's a fantastic goalkeeper and a, a fantastic man as well. It's not a decision I would like to make. But the, the, the decision to turn my mic off while I had a quick sneeze <laughs> was what I was, I was able to make. Uh, but yes, at some point, I, whether Danny Ward is still with us at that time, but we do seem to almost have, you know, a, 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 enough to field a full team of um, of goalkeepers sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> we, yeah. We're signing them left, right and centre. Uh, he, he's got to go in the top five, hasn't he? Well, you would think that, Chris, you know, but we do have a fantastic selection of goalkeepers. Um, yes, he goes straight in. Is it uh, Mr. Walker that comes out? It is indeed. Yes. Good. I didn't want to see Mark disappear, but I have a feeling. Uh, so, Casper goes into there. So, we're down to three. So, um, Mr. Kevin Paul. Yes, Kevin Paul. Um 195 appearances for Leicester City between 1991 and 97. Um, playoff winners twice in 94 and uh, 96. Um, but what do you think of when you think of Kevin Poole? Do you think of any of his great saves? Do you think of any of his great performances? Or do you still think of him being substituted in a playoff final? And, and Unfortunately, sadly, that is what that, that, he's stuck with, isn't it? Yeah, that, that is. And I mean, we, we talk about people who look after themselves and uh, Kevin, Kevin Poole never wanted to stop playing. In 2013, he appeared on the bench. Admittedly, he didn't play, but he, he appeared on the bench for Burton Albion at the age of 50. 
He did. I remember reading that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Fifty-year-old goalkeeper on the bench. Um, what oh, would well. Man U give for that now? <laughs> well, as long as it, it's one that can kick a penalty, they'd probably yeah. grab him. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, Ankit saying here, we were saying that you know, uh, and he didn't have a bad Euros uh, at all, Schmeichel, and no. and and he get it, but but Kevin Paul anyway. Um, does he make it into your top five? I mean, I'd love to say yes. And I think in one of those playoff finals, he did make an absolutely brilliant mm. save. But unfortunately, his legacy is the fact that, mm. yeah, he was replaced by by Dracula. So yeah. um, does he make it into your top five? Um, great keeper and um and for a long time as well uh, and uh, a real sort of bedrock of our team but sadly he can't dislodge any of those five i must admit i wouldn't argue with that and i thought he was going to struggle to get in yeah. and i have a feeling tonight's gonna be a good good night um mr tim flowers mm. a premier league winner himself but not with us yeah, he came to us from Blackburn, um, mm. where he'd won the, the Premier League title, but they'd gone on to um, to get relegated. Um, they, they didn't sustain it um, the, the way that we have, uh, I guess. You know, they had Jack yeah. Walker's money at the time, uh, but they couldn't sustain that uh, period, so he came to us. They, they sold out to chicken farmers. <laughs> they and, did indeed, uh, didn't they? They did. And I always remember, because I actually worked for Blackburn Rovers for a time, I lived in Burnley, which was a great laugh. Where, where do you work, Chris? Oh, you don't want to know. You don't want to know. <laughs> um, but I remember um, they had Sam Allardyce as their manager, and the fans hated him. They didn't like him. Uh, they, they were mid-table, top half of the, the Premier League, but the chicken owners decided in, a, in, in, in an effort to sort of please the crowd that, no, he should go. Yeah. Um, and they replaced him with his uh, assistant, mm. whose name I can't even remember. <laughs> but they got relegated that season. Yeah. And they ended up in the third tier for, for a few seasons as well. And that is always, I use that as my be careful what you wish for yeah. story. Because, that's, you know, you, you want these managers out. Charlton wanted Alan Kirbishley out for a season and a bit. Yeah. What happened to them? You know, I mean, while he was there, uh, and it's making notes by the way, ready for the Leicester questions. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bear that in mind, Ankit. Well, if you're if you're volunteering to be Chelsea, uh, Ankit, send me send me send me a message on Twitter and we'll sort it out. Um, but you have to be you have to be on camera so we can see that you're not cheating. Not that I would accuse a Chelsea fan of cheating, of course, you know. No, no. but so we, we were talking anyway. I apologize, I digress there. With my with my Blackburn yeah, story, so but it Flowers. is very true that you do have to be careful. But Mr. Yeah. Tim Flowers, yeah. So between 1999 and 2003, 66 appearances, which isn't uh, isn't a lot during that time, to be honest. Did win the League Cup with us in the in the first first season he was here uh, in the uh, Tranmere Rovers uh, yeah. Cup final. Um, a, a beautiful, beautiful cup final that. Uh, all those who were not fans of Leicester City and Tranmere Rovers probably never watched. I would imagine that's probably the <laughs> lowest viewing figures for any League Cup final there's ever been. Um, <laughs> probably. But we probably. won it. We won it. 
Um, but I don't think his his time with us didn't end particularly well, to be honest, because he actually finished his career with us. But during the time he was here, he uh, he went on loan to Man City. <laughs> Just shows you that we're we're sending our our keeper who can't get in on loan to Man City at that time. Um, Coventry different and, times, different know, times. Coventry yeah. and Stockport. Uh, he went out on loan to during his uh, final time with us. Did come back as a goalkeeping coach for a few years, though, yeah. um, uh, with us. And mm -hmm. again, during the, the the length of his career, a great goalkeeper, a Premier League goalkeeper, um, winning goalkeeper. Um, I don't think his years with us were the best of his career. No, no. Um, I think he's still in coaching somewhere, isn't he? I think he's had a couple of uh, positions that haven't gone out too too well. Where he's, where he's tried himself at management, but I think he may have just gone back into coaching um, rather than anything else. I'm guessing again, just you know, a feeling that I'm getting, and it could be the yeah. way I'm sat, of course, but that he's not going to make it into the top five either. No, again, you look at the five who are in there and I don't think you can really make an argument for him replacing any of them. As, as good as the keeper he was during his career, if we're yeah. talking about the time um, at Leicester, then, uh, then sadly not. And we are down to our last one. And this is a gentleman, again, one of those that um, you suggested putting mm. in and I had completely forgotten about... Mm. But he had some good games for us. Mister, he did. And I'll just I'll just bring it up here. Mr. Peggy Arpexad. Yeah. If that's pronounced right. Yeah, Arpexad, I think. But, you know, he, he didn't play that many games. 24 games between 97 and 2000. But the games he did play, he stamped his authority on them, I think it's fair to say. And I think that's why I wanted him in here. I, I wanted him to have his moment. Uh, when we're talking about uh, great goalkeepers. I think he was uh, he was the goalkeeper in some great games, and mm. uh, particularly two penalty shootouts um, in the League Cup. Was it? Yeah, yeah, League Cup yeah. Uh, uh, against uh, Fulham in the quarter final when we went on and, and got to the final um, against Fulham. And I remember that game really, really vividly. I think mm. uh, Steve Walsh had a nightmare. Um, uh, and, and gave a goal to Paul Pesky Salido. Did oh, manage to guess. get uh, to yes. get a goal back. Um, mm. I think Chris Coleman was playing for Fulham at the time and uh, mm. and scored. I think it was a three three draw in the yeah. end, uh, and it went to went to a penalty shootout. And and Peggy was a hero. I think he he saved at least two, maybe three. I don't I think... know if if because it was two two at full time, then three three at the end of extra yeah. time. I'm not sure whether Fulham actually missed all their penalties. I think they might well have done all, all yes. the ones that they got to take. Yeah, uh, yes. I'm sure yes. I remember um, uh, Chris Coleman taking a penalty as well. And uh, But then he went on um, later the same, uh, I think it was the same season, but later on, um, uh, sorry, the following season, in a fourth round uh, FA Cup replay against Arsenal, where he, he again was the, was the hero and, mm. uh, and took us through to the next round. And... Apparently, uh, again, reading up, he was um, he was instrumental in Liverpool in uh, in his final season at Leicester, uh, not making it into the Champions League when we had a one-one draw um, up at mm. uh, up at Anfield, 
and he stopped. Uh, he had such a fantastic uh, performance that um, Julio, Gerard Julio, actually signed him for Liverpool. I was about to say he, yeah. he signed him up, didn't he? Yeah, on on a Bosman. Uh, I think yes. obviously with the penalty shootouts, he'd had quite a bit of publicity. You know, he looked the part, didn't he? He looked like yeah. this sort of maverick goalkeeper, yeah. you know, and um, and put in some fantastic performances. Um, but he he would have stayed with us uh, if he was promised uh, the number one slot. But, um, you know, he, he wasn't. And so he decided to move on the Bosman to, to Liverpool. I think he didn't have uh, a great number of games there, but I think he no. played in a few important games. But, you know, he was Liverpool yeah. goalkeeper again. Something great to have on your CV. Exactly. Now, I'm thinking if he does make it in that mm. he may replace Casey Keller mm -hmm. or he may replace Mark Wallington. I can't see him, Shilton Banks or Casper being edged mm. out. But, you know, you I'd forgotten about him. You yeah. know, he, he was more of a reserve keeper than a main keeper. Yeah. Does he make it into the top five? Um, I think if he was going to to make it, it would have been in place of uh, Casey Keller because the other four for me are the top four. Wallington has to be in there. Um, yeah. But no, I think Casey Keller, as I say, goalkeeper through for three top ten Premier League finishes has to stay in there. So uh, Peggy, I just wanted uh, him to get his mention, and uh, but no, he doesn't make it in. Can I can I ask a question here? That yeah, you, know, you you and Peggy aren't like Peter and Junior, are you? You know, <laughs> you haven't got one of these things of, of going for him. <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> no, good, good, right. Well, we're going to come down to that moment, and we're going to be picking the best one. We'll be right back uh, straight after this. Give me five from Leicester till I die. TV. Join in as we look at the good, the bad, and even the ugly. With Chris and Chumps. Right, building it up for you here then, Craig. Yeah. So, I think you've got a very, very, very good top five there. Me um, too. I think I, I, I would not... There isn't one below, even though, you know... I. You, Kelech is to me what Peggy is to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I love the guy, even for just just for that that one speech, you know. Um, but you you cannot get a better five than that, you know. No. I don't think we missed anybody. I think the ones we picked were probably the best that we've had. But that I've got to agree one hundred. And I never thought I'd ever say this. Agree with you one hundred percent with yeah, the. That is quite strange that you're doing that, Chris. That, that, that does sort of somewhat um, perplex me, shall we say. Yeah. <laughs> I've been worried. I need my medication, yeah. like I said the other day. So, um, Peter Shilton, Casper Schmeichel, Casey Keller, Gordon Banks, Mark Wallington, who I think it's out possibly, I think it's out of three. Yep. Um... I'm trying to think here. So I would imagine let's take this down to a top three first of all. Okay. Peter's in your top three, isn't he? Peter Shilton. Yeah, Shilton's in there. Schmeichel's got to be in there. Has he? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Mm. All right. We'll leave him in. 
<laughs> no, no, you could be different, but I'm, I'm just thinking no. you've got you've had put him in there, no, haven't you? I'm joking. I'm joking. He's in there. Yeah. Yeah. I could just take him out now, just for the hell yeah. of it. Um, and I'm guessing Gordon Banks. Yeah, they're they're, they're the top three. They're yeah. the top three. Um, fourth and fifth. Who would you put just out of interest, top and bottom? Uh, Wallington fourth. And Casey fifth. Yeah. So. Drum roll. Gold, silver, bronze. Peter Shilton, Casper Schmeichel, Gordon Banks. I'm really struggling here to, to be sure of where you might. I think I know where you're going to go with it, yeah. but I'm just not. I tell you what I'm going to do. I'm actually going to type it into the chat here <laughs> and just see because um, this, this is who, and I know you can't see the chat, so... No. Um, no, I can just put it here. Who I think will um... now is this? Is this who you would choose, or is this who you think I will choose? Both. Right. Okay. In honesty, because I think it's who I would choose, and I've surprised myself here. Yeah. I really have. But I've listened to you, um, and I didn't ever see Gordon play. And although I went for Gordon over Peter, I did, you know, I kind of remember seeing Peter play. And I certainly remember him coming back with other clubs to, to, to play us. Yeah. But I, 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 I can say, I think it's the one that I've gone for. It is also the one I think you will go for as well, if that makes sense. Okay. Yep. So uh, if only my... I had a sound effect. Yeah. I wish I'd got a sound <laughs> effect. So in my opinion, you know, you know, I, I've switched around on this. You know, that top five um, has been pretty uh, solid the whole time that we've been talking through different yes. keepers. And that yeah. top five sort of came to me pretty easy, I think, in terms of yeah. a five. Once those uh, five got in there, they were pretty much... They mm. were, they were, you, were, you weren't budging them, were you, once they got no, in there? No, no. <laughs> um, and... As I say, you know, I've 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 learnt more in doing the research and 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 just phenomenal the the information that I found. You know that that stat about Gordon Banks yeah. is, is is phenomenal to me. It is. Um, yeah. Growing up, I grew up with um, Peter Shilton uh, all the way through um, through the seventies. He's never mentioned you when he's been on telly. <laughs> no, we're, we're Leicester lads. You know, I'm I'm sort of in yeah. the shadow. But uh, yes. but through the seventies, which was uh, for me, you know, the seventies, eighties were the greatest eras, and then he was there in Italia ninety, which was yes. for me still the greatest World Cup um, that I've ever ever seen, uh, the greatest tournament I've ever seen, um, and it's sort of almost difficult to to split the two of them, um, but the more I've thought about it, for me, for what he's won for what he brings to the club, the way he conducts himself on and off it. For me, Kasper Schmeichel is now the greatest keeper that we've had as a Leicester City player. We're not talking about the whole of their career. We're talking about the period of time that they've been at Leicester City. And I don't think... I think it's almost impossible to argue against what Kasper's won He's been a goalkeeper behind a Premier League win and an FA Cup win. He's gone on to represent the, uh, his country. He's represented the club. You know, he's faced up um, 
to all all the manner the highs and such lows that we've had. Uh, and I think on and off the pitch, he's a credit to his dad. You know, he's compared to his dad, but I think he's gone beyond his dad uh, in terms of um, how he conducts himself. Uh, he's total professional. And for me, as great as those two keepers were, and it, it almost surprises me that I came to this conclusion in the end, I have to give it to Kasper Schmeichel. Well, again, uh, this is really weird and really strange, and I do really desperately need to take some medication because, as you can <laughs> see, I found myself totally agreeing with you. Yeah. And going for Casper. Yeah. I mean, you know, Peter and Gordon... Yes, Puff the Magic Dragon. My yeah. God, you wouldn't get away with that these days, would you? <laughs> um, you know, apparently, it is it is legal in some parts of Eastern Europe. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah Peter Shilton, Gordon Banks, great goalkeepers. You mm. can't deny it. They deserve to be. And I put Peter second and third because. Um, in that order, because that's what you you personally said yeah. earlier, um, Gordon. It was it was different times back then. Yeah. Didn't like you say. Only ever see saw him on on the telly. Um, he won a World Cup, you know, yeah. with us. He uh, he made that amazing save, and you know, Pelly would uh, Pelly would turn around and was going off celebrating. Mm -hmm. He was, you know, and that that save cemented a friendship and this was before mm. most footballers were, were sort of up themselves you know they they were they were friends off the pitch they respected that that same there was mutual respect between them yeah i think bobby moore and pelly as well but but there was just you know like i say i don't think i don't think pelly could believe that it, it didn't go in um peter shilton Again, you can't, you know, the number of times he played for England, and as we said earlier, it would have been more had it not been for, you know, mm -hmm. Ray Clements, who, you know, in his yeah. own right was, was good. Um, I never agree with swapping keepers like that, to be honest no. with you, but there you go. Um, but yes, uh, I remember the Poland game when we didn't qualify yes, for the World yeah, Cup, yeah. you know, yeah. and he quite not fairly got the blame because he was wearing a white outfit and they reckoned he could yeah. be seen better in the dark. I mean, by God, we were looking for scapegoats, weren't yeah, we? we were, you know, yeah. it, en it ended up being, um, um, was it, was that, um, uh, um, Sir Alf Ramsey? It was, I believe, wasn't it? Um, or was it not? Uh, um, it might have been, I'm not sure because mm. it was the, it was the famous, no. um, Jan Tomaszewski, wasn't it? Yeah, um, yeah. game oh. when, he was yes. famously described as a clown in goal, but he saved everything. Yes, he did. He did. Brian Clough describing him yeah, as a did, clown yeah. and having a having an argument with Brian Moore on on the yeah. show afterwards. Yeah. Um, but and and a TM TM says here, uh, I knew what you were going to say him. Uh, <laughs> she's probably just a little bit upset that you know Ian Walker's had to drop out yeah. the top five. Sorry, TM. Um, uh Ian Walker, you know, a bit like, you know, now well, he, he was Spurs, wasn't he? You know, yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. joking apart. He made he made it into the it onto the board. Yeah, he did. Uh, he said he would have put a bet on that result. But the thing is, like you say, Casper, and I know I say 
we we don't dis we don't agree about sort of goalkeepers because I don't like goalkeepers as on field captains. No. Um, and and uh, you like him, although the fact that he he doesn't play like a quarterback, but he um, he it's everything he embodies. You know, yeah. he yeah. is, and I know we use the term you know quite lightly because we know Alan Birchner. We say is Mister Leicester. Um, yeah. What have you? But he is, you know, he had to be held back from going in after the, um, yeah. uh, in the crash, yeah. into the crash. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, and and the way he was with, you know, um, Mrs. Erickson on on, on the pitch yeah. of the World Cup. I mean, the guy just he's he's like you say, he's a credit to his dad. His dad is obviously extremely proud of him, and so he should be. Mm. But he's won it with Leicester. He's won the Premier League. Hmm. Would we have won it with another goalkeeper in there? Who Questionable. Knows? Yeah. Um, you know, and you've also got to, you know, he, he won the FA Cup and again, you know, but but for him, would we have won it? He and who, that's not mentioned in his antics in Europe when he was saving penalties and shots all over hmm. the place yeah. in the Champions League. So yes, quite rightly, I quite agree with you there. Hmm. And absolutely great choice, Cashbus Michael. Is the number one all-time Leicester City goalkeeper, and you and I mentioned to and there's going to be a couple here that probably didn't even make it onto the uh, onto the onto the list. Um, your favourite, Ron, what's he called? Ron Zeeler. Ron Robert Zeeler. Ron yeah. Robert Zeeler. Yes, who? Yeah. who was one of um, of Claudio's signings. Yeah, eight eight games. Um, can't remember any of them. You know, know. Uh, maybe well, I, he was that good. You know, they say that no, if referees, no, if referees no, he have wasn't. a great game, you don't notice and maybe he was so good. That, uh, <laughs> but we well, unfortunately, the one game I do remember, if I'm, and I might be doing him injustice here, was he came in for the game against Porto in the... Uh, ah, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, when we played in the red strip and we'd already qualified as it happened. But, yeah. um five yes, nine. and 5-0, the biggest defeat at that point for... For an English club, but uh, yeah. yeah, poor old Ron. Uh, any other goalkeepers you can think of that we've we've left off? Um, Conrad Logan, the perennial oh. bench warmer. Yes. I mean, I mean, I'm not sure if anybody. It would be interesting if there are any stats about the number of times that somebody's been on a bench without playing. But yes. he's got to be up there, to be honest. Uh, and fair play to him, you know, he was always there when he was called upon, which was rarely. He didn't let anybody down, but no, uh, no, I don't remember him. You know, we joke about Kalic, and he, he threw that game in the cup away yeah. with his dropping his crosses. Yeah. And we've just said then about Ron Zeeler in the five. No, I don't ever remember. Mm. I don't ever remember. You know, Conrad letting, like you say, letting us down when yeah. when he was called upon. But yeah, uh, but we had a few of those his... sort of keepers. You know, Mike Hooper was uh, was with God. us. Was with us yes. for a while, wasn't he? Um, you know, so we've had a few fleeting keepers, but usually once you once you hold down the position, you're there um, for is, a few seasons. The hardest position to to, yeah. to get somebody out of, and of course, you know, my second favourite, Kevin Pressman. Yes, of course, you you, you can't stop mentioning him, can no, you? No, mentioned no. him in, in before, you know, and um, you know, if ever the pie stand was empty, yeah. we knew where they were, didn't we? Indeed, <laughs> and uh, I mean the the bearded wonder Ben Hamer. Now, he was another one, a bit like Conrad Logan, wasn't he? Because yeah. he came from a Premier League club 
Yeah. And I don't know who he was who he was second to. Yeah. Um I know oh there was a very thin guy as well that was a goalkeeper that was I'm always in goalkeeper. <laughs> no, but you score a very good goal at the uh, King Power Stadium. Yes. Yeah, yeah. One of the one of the I believe one of the best <laughs> I've ever seen there. Um Kirkland, Chris Kirkland. Oh, Chris Kirkland, of course. Yeah. I mean again, yes. a local lad. Um yes. You know, came to us um, via a few clubs, didn't he? I think he was at uh, Liverpool for a period. He was. I think he came to us from Liverpool, yes. Yeah. Um, and in the twilight of his career, shall we say. Yeah, and obviously the the great goalkeeper that we bought from Hull, who is still um, rarely even gets onto the bench these days, uh, Jakubovic. It's um, easy for was, you to say. Yeah, <laughs> to be honest, I've had to drag that name from the back of my mind. You know... <laughs> Uh, usually you only see him during the warm-up down at the King Power um, yes. when he's warming up the proper reserve keeper. So, um, But we've had the a few. The thing is, though, with you, he's only just signed an extension, or last season, he signed an extension to his contract, didn't he? Yeah. You know? uh, and then we're, we're looking at all these other keepers again. But, you know, he's there, I suppose, if we need him. You know, yeah. um, And who knows, if Danny goes to Wolves, which is the rumours, mm. um Facebook user is saying Peter Shilton. Um, he came second. He came second. Let's just bring this up again. So let's have a look at it one one last time. So top of the oops, I click on it twice. It comes and goes. Um, and that used to clicking on everything twice. So Casper is the best goalkeeper we've ever had. Schultz number two. Banks of England third. Um, Baldy. Fourth, Mark. I'm sorry, Mark. I loved you really. Um, uh, Casey Keller, five. Who would you stick in there in the last one then? Because we've got that position free now. I'll give you a Joker's card. You can play a Joker's card. I uh, know who I would add in there. Yeah. Um, difficult, difficult, difficult one, really. I would probably. Oof. Ian Andrews. Really? Wow. I just think, you know, he was, for four seasons, he was the number one keeper. And if you're, you don't stay <laughs> as the number one keeper for four for four seasons, if uh, if yes. you're not that good. You know, the other team, you could make an argument for, for Tim Flowers, but at the end of it, I don't think he was here in goal long enough at the top of his game to, well, to warrant it. I, I agree with you down one, two, three, four... And fifth, but this I had to disagree with you at some time. For me, what, I'd, have, I'll tell you what, sorry, I'd have to put yeah. that gentleman on. Is that Kevin Paul? Yes. Yeah. No. I. I yeah. I'd, I'd forgotten. I, I couldn't see all of the screen. So no, I'll go with you on that one, Chris. I'll go with you on that one, Kevin. Yeah. Um, fair dues. Fair dues. Um, mate, it's been fantastic. Thank you very much for that. You're welcome. Enjoyed that. And uh, I tell you what, six months ago, I think it may have been a, a different result, but. His performance um, in the cup final with two just unbelievable saves, his performance in the Euros um, and the way that he conducted himself. I think you just look at him almost beyond being a, a goalkeeper now. So that's why he's just nudged ahead for me. Agree totally. And we will see you seven o'clock on Thursday. We will for a big fat quiz. Big fat quiz. And I just base that on me. So just in case anybody <laughs> wonders, not the channel for whatever it is, I based it on me. Uh, and we, we're starting with a Leicester. So um, 
We'll have a chat after the end of the show. Yeah. Stay, stay, stay in the green room. We'll have a chat about that. And that's the first one. Thursday, big fat quiz of the uh, – big fat football quiz. That's yeah. it. Mate, thanks very much. Great as always. Enjoyed that. Enjoyed that. And uh, we'll probably do another one before before the season starts. Sure. So right. thanks very much, Craig. See you on thanks Thursday. Cheers. Stay safe, mate. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Okay, so, yep, thanks to Craig there. Um, we are going to be back on Thursday at 7 o'clock for this. It's the Big Fat Football Quiz with Lester Delight Delight TV. So you think you know your football? Well, let's see. We're going to be back with Matt, and he will be... Um, for Leicester, I'm going to start with a Leicester fan. Set the bar high. Well, we've got Burnley coming up after it, so we might, uh, Burnley might be doing the limbo under the bar, I think. But, uh, hey, thanks for joining. Thanks for Craig. Uh, don't forget that if you've got nothing to do later on, you've got an hour clear, then, well, you know what? Clip onto the YouTube site and have a look for this. Hi, Alan Smith here. Be sure to watch and listen to Chris on Leicester Till I Die TV. You can also subscribe on YouTube and various social media channels. Of the Foxes. Yes, we did. Wearing this kit in honour of him. Mr. Alan Smith uh, did a great chat with him earlier. It's up there on the latest shows or in conversation with uh lines uh click on the youtube site or if you want to listen rather than watch we don't mind um you can catch us all over the place on the podcasts uh apple spotify uh google amazon music to name just a few um guys thanks very much i'll see you six o'clock no i won't seven o'clock i've just made uh, craig panic then seven o'clock on thursday see you then thanks for watching great show thanks to craig for coming on take care see you thursday hello matt elliott here be sure to watch lester till i die tv on youtube and follow all their social media platforms for all the latest updates and news on leicester city football club thanks for watching lester till i die this is chris saying goodbye and see you next time Mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. 
Your mate's already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.